0: Shakedown! Everybody off their bunks. Strip down to your boxer shorts. Get in the day room. Well, we all get down to our boxer shorts. We go in the day room. And we hear them dumping everything that we own into a single pile into the middle of our dormitory. All 70 inmates. Property dumped in the same pile. Well, whenever we came out of the day room on our way back to our bunks, they tell us, Welcome to Columbia CI.
1: All right, good afternoon. This is the State of Florida versus Stephen Testow with multiple cases before the... All right, so right now I'm about to link with two of my dogs who I was in prison with for years. Uh, I think we did like three and a half years together. We were in the same dorm. We were actually blessed to be in a college program together and get our college degrees uh, while we were in prison. But not only are these my dogs, these my homies, but these are soldiers in Christ who I was just blessed to be able to link with, fellowship with, live life with, and uh, just watch the Lord use these men um, just as mighty warriors alongside uh, myself and everybody a part of the ministry, man. Karuma, that was the gang. That was the body of Christ. That was the ministry. Uh, And just to grind on the compound, man, to serve um, our fellow, you know, uh, convict, inmate population. So I ain't seen these boys um, for a minute. So my daughter, Elliot, uh Dev he was there my first day out but I ain't seen him since then but my dog Anthony I haven't seen him since the chain gang so I'm excited to see them right now I'm about to pull up on them uh but listen man uh I was we didn't I didn't tell Ant that uh Elliot was coming that Devro was coming I wanted to surprise Ant but I don't know where Devro is and uh last he texted me he said that he was getting pulled over so I don't know what's going on. I pray my dog didn't go to jail. He ain't picking up the phone. I don't know what's going on. So y'all stay tuned, man. There you go, baby. Oh, what's up, bro? Go <laughs> ah. Good to see you, bro. <laughs> good to see you, what Dang, my dog's skinny, bro. Yo, yeah, I lost a ton of weight, man. You looking good, I'm huh? Good to see you, dude. Healthy, man. Where's the, wow. uh, you can brought your wife, Yes, Yeah, she? she's at the car. Okay, where's the car at? Right out here. Good to see you. Come G-O. on, man. Look at you, man. You
0: got you a uh,
1: pastime. Uh, huh? This is you? Yeah, this is what man. what you do? Nah, as far as videography, is like a new thing for me. I just wanted to capture this because I want to put you on the uh, incarceration podcast, dude. G- man, it is great <laughs> to see you in this moment, man. You have no idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. How, how's the Lord been working in your life? Oh, it's been bro. absolutely been blessing me over and more, uh, more abundant than I can ever believe, man.
1: Hey, it's been, what has it been like? Four years? Four so years since i see seen my dog, man. Yeah. Four years. You think so? Absolutely. 2019
0: uh, was the last time we saw each other. Yeah. It's the first day at Columbia CI. Well, to understand that, you got to ha- be aware of how overjoyed I was to get there. You know, I had only been in prison for about six weeks, and I got a summons to come to the lieutenant's office. And the lieutenant, she tells me that I've been selected out of 110,000 inmates in the state of Florida to to participate in a program that only required 72. Would I be willing to go to Columbia CI? Well, anybody that knows anything about Columbia, well, no, I don't really want to go there, but this program, you know, it's something for me to do while I'm incarcerated get a degree you know so yeah I chose to go so we get there I say we there was three of us on the bus that came with me to get there and we get into a dormitory and we put our stuff down and there's about 15 20 people already here And as the day progresses, more and more are coming to where we have about 60 guys, maybe 70 guys in the dorm at the end of the day. Well, we're all getting to know each other real well and, you know, understanding our new surroundings and and who we're going to be living with for the next two years. And we get the call, everybody on their bunks. So we get on our bunks. Well, they come in, they tell us that uh, it's a a shakedown. Everybody off their bunks. Strip down to your boxer shorts. Get in the day room. Well, we all get down to our boxer shorts. We go in the day room. And we hear them dumping everything that we own into a single pile into the middle of our dormitory. All 70 inmates' property dumped in the same pile. Well, whenever we came out of the day room, on our way back to our bunks, they tell us, Welcome to Columbia CI. And that was our first day at Columbia CI. But as we were there, we had... That's pretty good times, you know. We were seventy guys all banded together, secluded from the rest of the uh, the compound. We were in a program, had our own computer lab, and man, this was what we were going to do for the next two years. And it worked out really cool. We had some had some really good times. Uh, met some really good people. Uh, ended up having a relapse while I was there, uh, smoking smoking Tucci, or what they call Tucci, it's spice, but uh, ended up having a relapse, spent um, about six weeks in Lake Butler because I broke my leg, and when I came back, I uh, was smoking Tucci and ended up having an episode to where I gooped out in the bathroom, No unresponsive, and they're screaming the top of my lungs. And this is just at the time where about 15 officers are going to choose to come in and say hello to the program. Well, they, of course, they see me flowering around in the floor in there, and they make everybody go to their bunks, and they come in and they're trying to figure out what to do with me looking like a fish on the ground. And they finally, I guess they got medical down there and got me up into the wheelchair. And as they're wheeling me out the door, I didn't know this at the time, but they told me later. As they're wheeling me out the door, I broke out into the Lion King song. Oh, wee, ooh, wee, wee, um, bum, bum, And they said, I sang that song all the way out the door and all the way down to medical, where I was put in handcuffs, put into solitary confinement and removed promptly from the program. And that's all I got to say about that. So the drug of choice right now inside of the Florida correctional institutions is this thing called tucci and what tucci is is a form of like k2 or spice but it has been blowed up to the 10,000th degree to where it is a hundred times more potent and it usually comes uh in the same form as K2, on some sort of base. But, you know, for uh, purposes of getting it into the institution, it has to be on either paper or, you know, some other thing that can be mailed in or easily transferred by, you know, staff or other inmates. And you cut it up and you smoke it. And whenever you do that, it's an instantaneous buzz. You don't even have a chance to blow it out before you feel it. And if it's powerful enough, it will send you into what they call a gook out. Now, a gookout out is whenever an individual is completely incapacitated, or that's not the right word, completely not in control of his own mind or his own body. He will do things like scream and contort himself into all sorts of crazy positions, Um, stand up and do a comedy hour. I mean, there's no telling what the reaction will be when they smoke it. And in order to get it, you know, like I said, it comes in through various channels into the institution. But, you know, you got the guys that uh, are what they call... Uh, the plugs. They're the ones that actually have the abundance of the Tucci. And then you have, you know, your little soldiers, your lieutenants. They're the ones that get out and sell the Tucci, you know, and it comes wrapped up. You can get a, you know, a, what we call a cap for fifty bucks. And what a cap is, is a chapstick cap, full to the brim. That's worth fifty bucks. Okay, that will usually keep the average geeker or a Tucci head high for about three days. And, but you usually only get $5 bags. And what it is, is a little bitty square, about a centimeter by centimeter, inside of a piece of paper that's been wrapped up so tiny. Oh man, one of the craziest things I've ever seen was uh, we were in the dorm and there was a counselor actually inside the dorm speaking to us inmates. And these two guys started arguing. Uh, not really sure what it was about. But before you know it, uh, the one guy credit, he has got a shank. And he is stabbing this guy, Cam, in the back, right around the back of, on his side, right beside where the counselor is sitting. And the whole time this is going on, we're trying to prevent her from seeing it and finding out. And she never finds out. She never seen it. She never seen these two grown men trying to kill one another, feet from her, while she's trying to do something good for us inside the dormitory. It was just crazy. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. I got saved April 5th, 2015 at Teen Challenge, Pensacola. I already had a case hanging over my head, so I had to transition from being saved, fresh in the Lord, to going straight to prison for five years. Now, I had been to prison twice before that, so I wasn't new to the prison Uh, experience but what I was new to was the prison experience as a child of God. The entire five years that I was away I was protected under the umbrella of Christ man because I was a saved man. It was a different experience than the other two times I had been to prison whereas I was blessed Continuously protected and cared for, and met some really good people and created some really good bonds. But then I got out September 20th, 2020. And all I had ever known on the streets is a life of a drug addict, of a criminal, of a thief. And now I'm returning for the first time as a saint. The struggles that were previously there were still there. Um, The drugs, you know, the availability of that, but yet the desire was gone. So I didn't have problems with drugs. But what I did have a problem with was adjusting and having my family trust me again. They never knew this Dave, they never knew saved Dave's. All they knew was the troublemaker, the drug addict. So being this new man and seeing them still treat me as the old me was disheartening. It was tough trying to gain their trust and show them through my actions that I was no longer that man. There was a few times where uh, I almost gave up, but for God, placed people in my life that uh, prevented me from making those mistakes. I got married, uh, got involved with a business partner where we created a fence company, a successful fence company, and here I am, Two and a half years later, doing better today than I've ever done in my entire life, being respected by the community from which I once did nothing but take from. And I've got the respect of my kids. And to me, that is my greatest accomplishment. And my greatest gift from God is the respect of my kids and a legacy that I can leave to them and a name they can be proud of.